Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. The Athletic. Good morning, welcome to the Daily Football Briefing from The Athletic. It's Thursday the 12th of October, I'm Michael Bailey and today we're asking... Will Scotland get the job done in Spain? John McGinn summed it up when he said if anybody could blow it in this position, it would be Scotland. Spain can't afford to slip up either against Scotland or against Norway. What awaits as Liverpool's forward duo duel in South America? Luis Diaz is the danger man for Colombia. This is the Daily Football Briefing with Michael Bailey. Kieran Tierney, he timed that perfectly now. Can he pick out the killer pass? It was March when Scotland shocked Spain, beating them 2-0 at a raucous Hampton Park. Seven months on and Scotland travelled to Seville for the return fixture. They're six points clear of Spain at the top of their qualifying group for Euro 2024. Grab a win or if Norway failed to beat Cyprus and Scotland will make the finals in Germany next summer. The Athletics' Jordan Campbell joins us now. Jordan... Can Scotland get the job done in Spain? I think they can. I mean, they, they beat Spain already six months ago. And, uh, you know, Rodri, I think you've seen how much they had managed to get under his skin with the way they played. So no, I think there's a massive belief with, with Scotland now. Five wins out of five in the group, sitting top. I think the whole nation's sort of holding its breath just now to make two European championships in a row, having not qualified for a major tournament for over two decades when, when Steve Clark took over. You know, it would be... A huge thing for momentum in Scotland. There's a little bit of trepidation in the country, I think, because John McGinn obviously summed it up when he said if anybody could blow it in this position, it would be Scotland. <laughs> so you would think that it would be impossible for, for Scotland not to make it now. But yeah, they've obviously got Spain as, you know, if they play at top form away from home, it is a difficult tie. No, I think Scotland will go there and there'll be a, a belief that they can make it difficult and they've, they've actually got the players now to hurt a, hurt a top nation. I feel like John McGinn is the only player who could get away with uh, saying that. Who is going to be a key player, do you think, for Scotland in Spain? And, and will it be the same person who was, who was key to their win at Hampden Park? I mean, McTominay and McGinn, are, uh, they're on fire, you know. Who needs a centre-forward when you see the two attack midfielders scoring like they have? But I think that was the start of McTominay really coming into his own in, in a Scotland jersey. You know, he's, he's moved, been moved about a lot playing right centre-back, playing holding midfield, but for the last sort of, well, six months, but a little bit before that as well, it, Clark just settled on him and, and gave him a bit of freedom to really go and join in an attack, which is something that you've not really seen at club level, but you saw it when he came on in, in the 87th minute for Man United last week, where he has got a, he has got that ability to break forward and finish, so those two are key to, to Scotland, because Che Adams and Lyndon Dykes are you know, good focal points for Scotland, but they're not going to be goal scorers who you can rely on every single game. So I think it's important that they spread the goals. And yeah, you'll be looking at those two on the counter. Thanks, Jordan. Now, Spain do have a game in hand on Scotland. Our Spanish football writer, Dermot Corrigan, joins us now from Madrid. Dermot, they lost in Scotland. What's the feeling in Spain ahead of the return fixture? It's kind of crept up on a lot of people in 
around Spanish football because of all that's been going on with, with Rubiales, then getting the World Cup or at least to, to co-host the World Cup last week. And they're really crucial games for Spain because of what happened in the the reverse fixture in Scotland. Spain were well beaten that game. It was a bit of a shock to them and kind of a realisation that the current level of the team, like they have to have their best players available. Pedri's already missing. Now Gavi's a doubt for the game, which will be a blow to them. So Spain are not taking this easily at all. There would always be a feeling in Spain recently anyway that they should beat Scotland in this type of a game. But um, nobody's that sure about it at the minute. It's kind of because of all the doubts around De La Fuente as well. And then a few days later, it's Erling Haaland in Norway. These are big games for Spain's qualification hopes. A lot of excitement about playing against Erling Haaland and also a lot of trepidation, I'd say, as well in Spain. It's not a good time for Spanish centre-halves. For a long time, it was Ramos and Pique were there, Puyol before that. They had you know, a lot of faith in their centre-backs. This time, they don't have a centre-back. You know, They've had to nationalise Laporte, Lenormand, Real Sociedad. Also, two French guys or French-born guys are going to be probably playing against them. Neither of them are playing in the Champions League at the minute as well. So there's a, a good bit of trepidation. Spain beat Norway quite easily, or scoreline was quite easy. I remember being at the game and Norway played quite well at pieces of the game, but ended up being well beaten. And that was without Haaland. So, you know, Spain can't afford to slip up either against Scotland or against Norway. So, um, yeah, interesting couple of games coming up. Thanks, Dermot. And you can catch live text coverage of Spain versus Scotland tonight with me on The Athletic. Elsewhere, the top two in Group D face each other. That's Croatia hosting Turkey. They have 10 points each, while Armenia and Wales are just three points behind. You're listening to the Daily Football Briefing from The Athletic. While European countries battle to qualify for its continental competition, all eyes in South America are on reaching the 2026 World Cup. And one of the standout fixtures tonight, especially if you're a Liverpool fan, is Colombia hosting Uruguay. Or to put it another way, Luis Diaz versus Darwin Nunez. And I should just add, these aren't just two Premier League forwards. Writer Andy Jones and data journalist Tom Harris believe they are part of the best attacking options at any club in Europe right now. Our US-based writer Felipe Cardenas joins us now. Felipe, it's Diaz against Nunez, Colombia against Uruguay. What's the context of this World Cup qualifier? It's a big one for both teams. You know, these are the two teams that typically battle each other for those third and fourth spots behind Brazil and Argentina. And as you mentioned, you know, Luis Diaz is the danger man for Colombia. Uh, but on the Colombian side, they're struggling to score goals. You know, he's been ver- very good individually. He's not, they haven't scored enough goals in, in, the, in the first two qualifiers. That's the concern. And then for the Uruguayans, you remember Marcel Bielsa has taken over for Uruguay. That was a big move for them, hiring a foreign coach. But they're coming off a loss. They lost controversially to Ecuador 2-1 in the last in September in the last qualifier. And now they're going to Colombia for a tough match in a steamy coastal city of, of Barranquilla, where Colombia plays. And then from there, they're hosting Brazil. And so Uruguay has a really tough window here. And they're in two must-win games. So I think that's the context of the match outside of the two individuals it's Colombia needing to be, to win at home to sustain the momentum that they have and Uruguay needing to win really for Bielsa's project to continue in positive form well I think that game will be a lot of fun for Liverpool supporters if we can just switch it to the US men's national team Felipe Greg Berhalter is back in the dugout they've got a friendly against Germany in the US what should we expect from that I think the one thing that that has really followed Greg Berhalter uh, throughout his tenures, you know, can he win the big game? 
they had a, a good World Cup, but they really flopped against the Netherlands. And, and, and those criticisms once again came about. So even though this is a friendly, it is against a world power. You know, tactically, I think you'll see another 4-3-3 system. That's what he prefers. Uh, but some wrinkles in midfield as Tyler Adams is out with an injury. He'll be out for an extended period of time. And, and then Malik Tillman, the PSV midfielder who is expected to be the successor at the number six position for Tyler Adams, he's out injured. And so I think that's where the wrinkles will be. But eventually, all the talk is going to be about can they beat the big world powers in Germany? And, and that, that's really going to be the talk of the, of the night. And one man who arrives at camp in good form is Christian Pulisic. Yeah, reborn, right? Reborn at AC Milan, uh, a big move for him. And and, and actually, uh, you brought it up because, you know, I'm writing a story here about the man that helped Christian Pulisic find his form. A man named Ethan Sonis, who is a professional football trainer in Miami, has has been training some of the bigger players in the world, Paulo Dybala, Moise Keane, uh, Andres Guardado, Jorge Sanchez from, from the Mexican national team, and then Pulisic is really his big client right now. And then I'm writing a story about what they went through during the preseason, not knowing where he was going to be after really the, the difficulties at Chelsea and really getting him prepared specifically as a right winger, an inverted winger, and a number 10 to fall into a new system at Milan. And so you've you've seen Pulisic, four goals in eight games. And I think the trainer, you know, played a role there. So we'll see. That's exciting too. So just one more stop for you, Felipe, if I may, which is Argentina. They play Paraguay. Lionel Messi, his availability has been a little bit hit and miss in recent weeks for Inter Miami. Will he play for his country? I think so. I think so. Just based because, you know, he yesterday they trained and in Buenos Aires, Argentina national team. Messi trained with the starting front three for most of the, the afternoon. Then again with the starting 11. And based on the videos that I saw, Michael, he looked really good, really good. And so today, Lionel Scaloni, the manager, saying that he's not sure if he's going to play 90 minutes, if he's going to start him against Paraguay. I fully expect him to play. I expect him to start as well. They traveled to Lima for a game against Peru next. And that's probably the one where perhaps they rest Messi in that game. But at home, needing three points to, 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 to continue at the top of the table, I expect Messi to play. So, where to watch and read it all then? Well, in Europe, you'll need via play for the Euro qualifiers, including Spain versus Scotland. The majority of those kick off at 7.45pm in the UK. In the US, you can get Colombia versus Uruguay on Fanati at 4.30pm Eastern. And if you want to just sit back and read, then Mark Carey has dived deep into the stats and tells us how the Premier League is really shaping up. Head to theathletic.com forward slash briefing if you don't already subscribe to us. And that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I've been Michael Bailey. Your producers were Abby Patterson and Mike Zimmerman and executive producer was Ian McIntosh. If you're yet to do so, make sure you subscribe to the show and feel free to leave us a review if you can. Adam Leventhal will be with you tomorrow. Until then, have a lovely day. The Athletic.